humans, welcome to Palin' Around, the official Uppercut podcast. Here we'll be focusing on video games, fandom, pop culture, and how they all interact through the internet. I'm your host, Jessica Howard, and I am joined today by three of Uppercut's finest and two of Uppercut's newest. Um, Ty, my editor-in-chief, my loyal, uh, I don't know, I was going to say comrade, but like fear- fearless leader, I think, is, is the better term that's like what i was going for how are you ty how's it going i'm good i'm a little sleepy but good how are you yeah i'm also a little sleepy and i'm drinking a little bit of alcohol which is not a good a good combo but you're gonna have a time yeah i'm just gonna like finish this and then pass out at my computer it's good um which is fine because uh e3 starts tomorrow so i need to go to bed kind of early there's there's my excuse that's not real right yeah, and I, I guess I guess so like technically it doesn't. It's the summer game fest, but like same difference, right? None of it's real. I refuse. <laughs> um, we also have Lotus and Eli on the podcast, and this is their first time um, collectively and separately. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> appearing on an uppercut podcast. Um, so I, first of all, Lotus, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I was waving uh, because I just cut off a stream and I didn't realize that nobody could see me for a solid <laughs> few minutes there. Uh, but I'm doing good. Uh, if a streamer waves but nobody sees. <laughs> Shut up. Um, how was your stream? How did it go? I went pretty well. I was playing Temtem, um, which I have been enjoying very, very much. And I just got to the end of the... Uh, content for this patch so gotta wait until the next update and i'm feeling good i have a new toxic digital frog uh which i am enjoying very much that's just what i call everybody on twitter that's just my gender (laughs) i mean yeah (laughs) (laughs) toxic digital frog shout out to frog creatures in video (laughs) games gotta be one of my favorite genders perfect uh eli how are you doing today Hi, um, I'm doing great. I also like Lotus. When you said when you introduced me, I looked straight into my camera and smiled because I'm also on camera like all day long. Um, but this is an audio only podcast. Thank Christ. <laughs> Wait, you know what's so funny is more and more like whenever I guest on any podcasts, it's always on video because they're like, oh, it helps the flow and like. You know, I'm like starting to come around to it. I'm like, oh, maybe we should do that. Like, maybe that would be better because then you can see everybody's faces and it's more conversational. But I also like really like the fact that I'm just wearing a t-shirt right now and like my hair is wet because I shower. But yeah, so I don't know. I'm on the fence with that one. Um, But anyway, either way. Um, I wanted to go a little bit more into like in about me, (laughs) I guess, or about you with um, Eli and Lotus, because a lot of people haven't really gotten the chance to like hear you guys talk yet or or, like meet you. So I don't really have like a standard set of questions. I don't want to do it like, you know, school where it's like, write your major and one fun (laughs) fact about you and your favorite color. Um, So I'll just kind of, you know let you both talk about like why you like 
games and like what you want to do in games and like you know kind of your your personal experience with that maybe some games that you like um if you do have any other hobbies that you want to talk about um it's good to have a life outside of video games so please feel free to be like also I crochet or have dogs or you know whatever um so Lotus I'm gonna let you go ahead and start can you tell us a bit about yourself sure uh, I'm Lotus. I'm a big old lesbian who likes indie games and horror games. And that's <laughs> as simple as it gets, basically. Uh, like, with, with regards to gaming stuff or gaming spaces or, like, whatever, uh, it's basically just that the classic, right, of, like, I never had anywhere where I could play games I liked and talk to people who were not extremely weird about it. So, like, with all the streaming stuff and being an uppercut and, like, on online and things like that, it's just about kind of allowing people to be critical and not like things or like things without it being, like, this huge judgment on who they are, basically. Like, I jokingly call myself a Pokemon hater or a Nintendo hater all the time on stream because I think it's hilarious uh, <laughs> that if I say I don't like a Nintendo thing, people are like, wow. Jealous. The best thing is, too, is it's like anytime you say you don't like a Nintendo thing, the same like 100 Nintendo fans who insult literally everything Nintendo like puts out will like jump on you. Like, like they're the ones who come after you. Yes. I mean, it's it's with any like really big gaming space, <laughs> but it's like you're only allowed to make fun if you are literally a religiously devoted fan who plays mm -hmm. everything all the time. Like Final Fantasy 14 fans are like that, too, where they will smack talk the game 24 seven. But if you're like, hey, that dude's kind of a fascist, like this big character, they're like, how, first of all, how dare you ever say anything? <laughs> but I don't know. It, it's just fun. Yeah. Well, cool. Um, Eli, how about you? Walk us through a little bit about you. Um, so I've been gaming, you know, forever. I'm sure everyone here has uh, grew up with video games. And uh, I don't know. I just love everything about them. Uh, love the discourse you know, in a positive way, um, talking about video games, having conversations with them. Um, and yeah, I currently teach kids how to make video games. So that's kind of my day job. So everything I do involves video games in a way. That's really cute. I didn't know. I knew that you taught kids. I did not know it was video games, though. So like, what age groups do you teach? Um, mostly just middle school. So like sixth through eighth grade. Mm hmm. And it's all like kind of like basic coding and everything, but uh, mostly like game design. So it's really cool to show them like, hey, you know, um, Candy Crush. Well, let's make that right now. That's so cool. Um, what is your favorite game that a student has made? Ooh, um, <laughs> so, man, there's so many. Uh, there's this one kid who he has a very mature sense of humor, not in like a weird way, but like you know, in a way that, okay, you are beyond your years. Um, and he just makes the most, like, trolly kind of just meme -y games. And I'm like, you know, you're doing your best. This is all your original art. Like, you're awesome, dude. Keep on going. That's really cool. Huh? All original art and stuff. Yeah. It's <clears throat> cute. Cool. Um... Perfect. Well, thank you both for, for sharing a little bit about yourselves. And I'm sure that we'll get into to things more when we talk about E3, because that's what this episode is all about. It wasn't even a planned episode. We just kind of decide what's funny is I talked to Kayla and Kayla was like, oh, that would be fun. Let's do it. 
and then Kayla is sick. So <laughs> Kayla's not here, but she's with us in spirit. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna talk about E3. Um, we don't usually talk about like games in this way. It's usually more like about like discourse or like we're doing like uh, a spoiler cast, which we are doing the next episode of Pound Around. It's a spoiler cast of Mass Effect. So like that's coming as well. Um, but yeah, this is kind of a unique thing, but I thought it would also be kind of a fun thing. So E3 starts on June 12th, um, but the Summer Game Fest hosted by Jeff Keighley starts, um, I think when this comes out today. Um, June 10th. Thursday, June 10th. (laughs) Yes, which I believe (laughs) is today, depending upon. But if not, maybe it was yesterday. I don't know. We're we're trying our best here. (laughs) Um, And we don't know, like, all of the developers that are going to be at Summer Game Fest. I know that Activision, Epic, PlayStation, and Xbox were all going to be there in addition to Weezer. There's also, um, like, the Day of the Devs thing that the Unbeatable Devs are featured at, but I think mm. there's other people who are going to be there. I don't really understand what that one is, but mm. that's, that's, a, that's a lot of this, is I don't understand what a lot of <laughs> yeah. this is. Yeah. They literally it's... put the schedule out yesterday, right? Yeah, it was like they released kind of the loose one, what, like four or five days ago? And I remember seeing that meme of like the tuxedo mask Sailor Moon one. And it's like, like, here's the schedule. And it's like Sailor Moon, but like, but what about the times? And just like walking away, <laughs> <laughs> which is like very apt. Um, because yeah, like we didn't have the times for anything until like yesterday. There were a few big ones. Like I know the Xbox Bethesda one had a time um but yeah like gearbox didn't devolver um so we now have some times i don't even know if we have all of them still but yeah so we have the summer game fest starting um and then coke media is doing something on the 11th they're the ones behind like dead island and metro um also saints row i believe um and uh the ign expo is on the 11th gorilla collective which is a part of E3, that's like the one that's kicking it off, is on the 12th. Um, that one will also include like Wholesome Games. Actually, no, Wholesome Games is the next Gorilla. No, no, it is this one. We already had a Gorilla Collective. See, I don't even know. There's so much shit going on. <laughs> so at this Gorilla Collective, yeah, we'll have the Wholesome Games showcase. Um, we Wait, just did. There's... Yes. Never mind. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> um,. Yeah, because we had there was a Gorilla Collective literally like last Saturday. Also, it was on the fifth, right? It was like the fifth and the twelfth. So I don't know. Yes. Um. But yeah, so Wholesome Direct will be there. We just did like a whole ass podcast, two podcasts actually, and all of that. So if you caught that and you're like, I want to watch that showcase, there you go. Uh, yeah, you there was saw- also a Kotaku. Oh, Jesus Christ, a Kotaku article about Wholesome Games came out. Uh, today slash yesterday slash whenever uh so you know take a listen take a listen to the discourse <laughs> maybe, maybe i wasn't even gonna bring up i haven't read the article yet but i, I saw people talking i have i'm just saying i am simply stating it exists i have not read it <laughs> i have no opinion about it i am just saying i know that it happened i know people are talking about it go listen to our fucking episodes Hell yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, 
Devolver, Gearbox, uh, Upload VR. Um, on the 13th, we have Xbox and Bethesda. We have Square Enix. We have Warner Bros. Um, Warner Bro- Warner Brothers. I don't know. It's just, I like read Wait, Warner Wait, they Bros. have their like, own show too? Yeah. Is it just, is it just Batman? Is just a lot of Batman? Okay, what? here's, here's, <laughs> I, I don't know. So like here, I'll read you the thing on that. It says the publisher has confirmed that Back for Blood will be the only focus. Um, so we're that's not going to see Gotham for, Knights. That's the Left for Dead one, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so we're not going to see Gotham Knights, Suicide Squad, or Hogwarts Legacy. And that was something that they just confirmed, like, I think literally yesterday. Um, so yeah, and then we have PC gaming show, um, and the future games show, which it kind of, it's, I guess they're combining it, um, this year, uh, take two interactive, which could have stuff. I mean, that's going to have 2k and rockstar. Um, so that's, that's an interesting one too. Bioshock Uh, baby. Fire axis baby for all you strategy (laughs) nerds. Um, we have Capcom, uh, Razer, Nintendo, Bandai Namco, uh, GameSpot Play for All Showcase, and then the E3 Awards. And then the next thing after that, which Oh, wait, did you get, Jess, did you get the glitch one? No, it wasn't on this list that I was reading. Like, I honestly just, like, pulled up a website and was reading from that. They just, like, I think they just announced it, like, today. Oh, no, they announced Mm. it yesterday. So Future of Play Direct is happening during Summer Games Fest on Saturday. Oh, God. It's going to be so much fun um, having to watch both that and E3 at the same fucking time. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, and sacrifices then, technically... Have to be made. Oh, no. What did you say? I said sacrifices have to be made. Some of these developers <laughs> are going to... I'm just throwing them right into the volcano so I can watch other things. <laughs> um... Yeah, honestly, though. Um, and then, okay, this is really funny to me, so I'm going to say it. But EA Play is also a part of E3, but it is not airing or it's not happening until July 22nd. So, like, literally over a month from now. Don't even know why that's considered part of E3. What? It is on the E3 schedule, but it's not <laughs> happening for over a month. Love it. Like, at that point, just, like, pull a PlayStation and do your own thing. Um, but yeah, so those are some of the developers that are going to be there. So I don't really have like a specific order. Like we can go chronologically. We can just go by like what we think is going to be there and what we're passionate about. Doesn't really matter a whole lot, but we're going to talk about what we think is going to be there and what we hope is going to be there. And, you know, our little, our little wish lists. So Ty, I'm going to let you kick us off. Oh no. Um... (laughs) what am just in general what am i yeah um let's you know what? okay here this is what we're gonna do let's talk about nintendo and let's talk about bayonetta 3 it's not gonna happen <laughs> that's i'm you not don't... i'm not playing this game with you people it's not happening and i know that and i won't be baited um that said <laughs> Uh, if we're doing just, like, general, like, I don't know kind of predictions, um, I definitely think at the, like, 2K whatever thing, they're gonna do, like, a very, very vague, like, 20-second trailer of something that looks vaguely Bioshocky, and people are gonna lose their fucking minds, and they're not gonna say what it is. 
I would love if that actually happens. That's a pretty, that's very uh, specific. But also vague at the same time. We'll see. I love a specific prediction. (laughs) Um... Well, okay. <laughs> I said we were going to do Nintendo, and then we switched over to 2K. Let's, we'll go back to Nintendo, though, because I want to talk about... I think that's the one that, like, maybe I'm the most invested in, so I feel like it's probably, like, an easier starting place for me. Um, I don't know. So the big thing that I think is going to be there is Breath of the Wild 2, and, like, that's mm-hmm. kind of what I'm excited for. But, um, Lotus, how about you? What do you think is going to be at the Nintendo Showcase? Well, it's funny because I'm not much of a Nintendo person. I do Ooh. think I'm I'm like I think that they won't do a lot, which is kind of weird, but I feel like uh Nintendo doesn't like E3. <laughs> not even just because you know, they don't really do E3, but I think that they just don't like it. And Nintendo uh I don't know, they they got the supercomputer back there telling them the perfect time to announce gaming news. So I feel like they'll just wait and do like another Nintendo Direct to actually announce more things. <laughs> like I think this would just be teasers, basically. Like there's there's five more seconds of Breath of the Wild two, and then that's it. When they like mm. announced that they were gonna be part of it, didn't they mostly say it was gonna be like something about hardware or something? Like so, yeah. They said something weird. They said it would be forty minutes, and it's just gonna be focusing on upcoming software in twenty twenty one. So. That'll be, yeah, I feel like probably pretty sparse. So but apparently they have like an extra five five or ten minutes slotted, so that could be hardware, you know. Give me the Switch Pro. I wasn't yeah. invested until they finally made it seem like it was real. <laughs> but now I want the better battery. <laughs> yes, Eli- please. Do you think that we're going to see the Switch Pro? I think we might get, like, a little hint at it. Maybe just, like, uh, we have something new coming. Like, you know how they always do that nice, sexy, like, let's show the hardware off but not really show anything, just angles and edges. Mm-hmm. I think they might show something like that. Real Maybe hardware give us some, has like, curves. Ooh. <laughs> you know, the Switch is pretty curvy. <laughs> I won't lie. She's she's a little curvy. She's thick. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I think so on top of Breath of the Wild and the the Switch Pro and Bayonetta 3. Um so Splatoon 3 is also in development and is coming out next year. Um and something kind of interesting with that too is so Splatoon 3 was announced back in February of this year at a showcase where they also said the same thing that they weren't announcing anything past 2021. And then they announced the 2022 game. So, like, Nintendo also, like, kind of playing a little bit uh, fast and loose with their uh, what they're saying. So, I don't know. That leads me to believe, too, that, like, the hardware thing is very likely. They're just, like, straight-up liars. Let's call it what it is. <laughs> Remember Metroid Prime 3? Mm, liars. Yeah, that's... Mm. Do you think that they're going to do anything for, like, their four-game franchise. So, okay, so they're doing stuff for Pokemon. So Pokemon is fine. Pokemon, we'll, we'll put to the side. They're doing tons of shit for it. But it I would like to like... I would like to state for the record that the official <laughs> uppercut stance is that Pokemon fucks, okay? It's not, it's not that it's fine. <laughs> right. I meant fine as in, like, 
in it's in fine condition like they're taking care of it all right <laughs> allegedly <laughs> um they're not like doing the machine gun animal shit that that one developer is doing god uh, what's i what is that game even don't called? worry we don't <laughs> we're not giving it a platform um but yeah so so pokemon is fine pokemon they're doing stuff for taken care of but it is also like the 40th anniversary of donkey kong the 35th anniversary of zelda and is it the 30th of metroid or is it the 25th donkey kong is so old yeah he sure is yeah so it's like so all three of those franchises are having huge ass anniversaries and like we really have only heard a lot about pokemon and then another another different different company but also it's sonic's like 30th anniversary or something too or 25th um and so like we've heard i've heard a lot about sonic i've heard a lot about pokemon this year but like those are three huge ips and like we haven't heard a ton about them um do y'all think that they're gonna do anything with those oh you know what i would love (laughs) if if um the switch pro was not really um, an upgraded hardware thing like the PS4 Pro, but if they were just announcing finally like the, um, not skins, but the alternate editions, like what Xbox is famous for doing, and then there's Mm. that one red Nintendo Wii. If it turns out that the Switch Pro is just like a Donkey Kong, Metroid, and Zelda version of the Switch and everything else is exactly the (laughs) same, but it has like special controllers and stuff. That would be kind of, because like, so obviously they have... I'm trying to think of all the different versions. I have the Animal Crossing version, but like I know they have a few others, right? Like they had a Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu one. They had mm-hmm. a, a Mario one too that I tried mm-hmm. to buy. I think there's got to be a Fortnite one, right? I th- I think you're right. I know that there's a Fortnite PlayStation. But yeah, I don't know. But that would be kind of cool if they release some new models. Um, yeah, that would be really neat. Give me that I... all yellow, full yellow switch. The Joy Cons look like bananas. Donkey mm. Kong Country, whatever yes. the fuck. I don't know. I'm not a Donkey Kong fan. No, that but sounds I want great bananas. though. <laughs> I love that. I just picture like those like obnoxiously large phone cases that I love that like are yes. like a bigger phone or like a banana <laughs> or something that people have. Just like yeah. those on the controllers. <laughs> That don't fit in your pocket. You just want it to look like a banana. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, that would actually be really sweet. Um, I think for me, just because I'm a Zelda bitch, like I'm really hoping for a Majora's Mask Ocarina of Time bundle. Um, I know Kayla is super about like Wind Waker and Twilight Princess, which I also would be super, super down with. I would be down with anything, honestly. Um, and Andrew actually made a good point, too. And he said he could see them potentially doing, like, a Nintendo 64 virtual console. Ooh, that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. That'd be amazing. Like, that's that's the next step, right? They did the SNES, and then it, we go to N64, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they could even do, like, so he said, like, virtual as in, like, just, like, it would all be on the digital marketplace. But I could also totally see them doing that, like, doing another retro system. Um, I don't know how those did sales wise, but I would assume pretty well because I know they were kind of a pain in the ass to get a hold of. Yeah, it seemed like they sold everything that they made. So people want these like Nintendo consoles. 
But is anyone going to like look at the N64 controller and be like, I want that again. I need to hold <laughs> all three I of mean, those I handles. I think my, my ideal is like, yeah, that they would just do them um, on the digital like, subscription thing like they did mm. for like the NES games or whatever. Yeah, because like the NES one is so good. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think that's probably good for Nintendo. Uh, Nintendo is a liar. <laughs> they don't seem to like virtual console stuff. <laughs> it feels like every time they release something, it's begrudgingly. Yeah, they do seem really like, pissed off thing. about it every time. Yes. <laughs> They're like, yeah, you I can do fucking wonder. have it, I guess. I, I mean, guess. You keep bothering me about ghosts and goblins, I'll give you one. Like, let's be honest. I feel like every console like community like the like the people who are super into xbox or super into playstation or whatever like thinks that their console of choice their i don't know uh, not studio what's like what's the word that i'm looking for just like people who make fucking consoles like company i don't know their brand is like the best um and i feel like because nintendo is family friendly like they frequently get like a pass on so much shit but they're pretty fucking oh, yeah. money hungry <laughs> The nostalgia blinders are on in full force, for sure. Like, I love Nintendo, but, like, I don't think that you could actually, like, like, like seriously look me in the eyes and say that, like, Nintendo is less money-hungry and, like, consumer, I don't know, not consumer-friendly than, like, something like Xbox. I think, like, and I'm not even, like, a huge Xbox person. I'm just saying, like, I just think that that's, a, like, a fact. Yeah. I yeah, mean, that Xbox was, like, is body-slamming the rest of the industry with Game Pass. Like, we all know that. Yeah. Which was wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Xbox is is genuinely very consumer friendly um compared to the other two. Um cuz Nintendo they they get me with their like their money grabs sometimes and PlayStation gets me a bit with their exclusives. Um and like kind of how they go about that. I don't know cuz I I thought it was kind of weird that so many people are like heard like the whole Bethesda acquisition by Xbox and we're like, how is PlayStation going to retaliate? I'm like, PlayStation doesn't need to retaliate. Like literally Xbox is retaliating against PlayStation at this point because like PlayStation them is, is like pushing them into a fucking corner with all their exclusives. So like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, the only reason Xbox is so consumer friendly is they just took L after L for like seven years. True. Yeah, no, Xbox you're- got the shit kicked out of <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Um so we'll we'll stick with Sunday then on June 15th. That's when the Nintendo thing is. The next one up is uh Bandai Namco. Um do you think Elden Ring is going to be there? No. Yes. Ooh, no, Eli, but I will you make do. fun of it on Twitter. <laughs> Eli, why do you think it's going to be there? I think they're holding it back for this next gen. And, you know, we finally have all these PS5s, all these Xbox Series Xs out there. Um, you know, so now's the time. Put it out there. Get George R.R. R. Martin on the stage, I guess, or whoever. Um, show that Elden Ring. Let's go next gen exclusive <laughs> next year. Are you Are you excited for it? I mean, I really like Bloodborne, so if it's more towards Bloodborne over Dark Souls, then for sure, but uh, if it's like, you know, the Dark Souls type, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to be into it. Mm. That's fair. Um, 
What about what about you, Ty and Lotus? So you, you both said you don't think it's going to be there, but like, is that a game that you're interested in? No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have so many friends who, who are like diehard, specifically for Bloodborne, but a lot of them uh, like Dark Souls 2 and 3 quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So it, it's one of those things where I'm like, I guess I'll, I'll try it if it comes out. But I'm just kind of whatever on it. Yeah. Um, especially if it's a console exclusive. I, I don't own any consoles. So if it's a PlayStation exclusive like Bloodborne, it's just like, whoops. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I own all um, of the consoles. I just don't particularly care. <laughs> Ty's like, I so, own all the consoles and I resent them all equally. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I hate all my children the same. <laughs> <laughs> um, also with Bandai Namco, I think that we can probably expect to see Scarlet Nexus. Um, because that game comes out what like the end of the month, a... I think. Yeah, I was like, I, I couldn't know. remember if it was July or June, but I think it's it's June twenty fifth. Yeah, I just checked. Um, I don't know. I, I I don't feel like we've heard much about Scarlet Nexus, even though it does come out in a few weeks. Is that one that like any of you are interested in playing? I don't really know what it is. Yeah, I, me neither. I hadn't heard of her until this moment, so <laughs> I don't know her. What's so funny, like, I, that's what's so weird is because, like, I feel like I, I remember seeing it at, I don't know, it was at the Game Awards, right? It was at the Game Awards 2020. Yeah, yeah, that's when it was announced. And, like, I remember seeing it and thinking, like, that looks kind of cool. It reminds me of, like, Nier a little bit, but, like, even more anime, you know? Um, And... Since then, though, like, I haven't seen people talking about it. So I, I'm i thinking it's going to be at this show. And I think it's going to be, like, their advertising push to be like, hey, remember this game? Like, here's some more footage of it. Here's so. 30 minutes of gameplay of this game you don't care about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then the show's over. <laughs> and no Elden Ring. I feel like that would just make people, like, fucking pissed at Scarlet Nexus. It would just oh, it would for sure. Complete opposite reaction. Um, and then also on that day, we have GameSpot's um, showcase, which is going to be over 20 games created by diverse teams that speak to important themes, um, create uplifting experiences, and explore subject matter that is o- often missing from big budget titles. Um, and that one's going to be an hour-long showcase with trailers, teasers, gameplay, and developer interviews. So expect something like... A bit more, I feel like, like wholesome games ish for that one, but not under that wholesome label. It's just going to be kind of like an indie collective thing, maybe more like Gorilla Collective then. Um, and we don't have any titles for that one, but I feel like y'all at Upper, not not y'all at Uppercut because we're Uppercut, but people who listen to Hello. these podcasts, um, you are now Uppercut. This is your podcast. We're done. <laughs> this um, is the people's podcast. <laughs> but I feel like if you read our stuff and watch our stuff, listen, whatever, um, like that's probably gonna be your shit. Uh mm-hmm. and so that's at a 3 30 uh Pacific on June 15th, if people want to see a cool little indie games showcase. That sounds um, really interesting. Like yeah. I'm I'm excited to see what type of things that they're gonna show and like, you know, what speaks to me, what speaks to like my experience. Cause it seems like they're going towards that like Here's a more personal experience for, from these games. Yeah, and I wonder, I don't know everything that Michael Hyam, who we've had on our shows before. Wait, have we? Yeah, we yeah. have. 
Wait, have we? I've just done podcasts with him. Maybe they were for other things. I don't think he's ever been on <gasps> with us here at our, oh. in our home. Well, Michael is Michael. Come on the show, you coward! Yeah. No, I I love Michael, but I because I know he's down in LA doing E three stuff, and so like I kind of wonder if he's gonna be like hosting that a bit. Um, so that'll be really cool because Michael is awesome. Um, but yeah, and obviously like Ty and I both write for Gamespot, so Ty I like it, but like. I don't know. The reason why we both write for GameSpot is because we both genuinely really like what they stand for and what they do um, in the industry. So, of course, we're like super about this and stoked. <laughs> just being fully transparent there. But yes, I'm also um, just interested to see what they're going to do, because I don't I think this is like the first time they've done something like specifically like this. So, yeah, it is cool that we're seeing more outlets kind of do that, like these little indie showcases. Um, just because for the longest time, it's been so hard for indie games to even come close to competing with like the AAA behemoths that just have all the money in the world and all the access to these things. I mean, on the one hand, I agree with you. On the other, I kind of wish that we could have like coordinated this shit a little bit better because I Mm. feel like now instead of indies getting no coverage, they're just like people are still, like, not really paying attention because they're being overwhelmed with information. Mm. But What would you kind of rather see? I don't know. Just, like, I feel like a lot of these things could have, like, partnered together. You know what I mean? Like, or, like, I don't know, talk to each other. Like, it's ridiculous that, like, four of them are all on the 12th. Yeah. Like, just too much. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, The last thing on the 15th is the Game Awards. or Well, okay, not the Game Awards. It's the E3 2021 Game Awards. Um, So, and that's just going to be, like, media outlets, um, which is going to be, like, GameSpot, GamesRadar, IGN, uh, Game Informer. Uh, It's going to be a lot of different journalists um, from those outlets um, talking about, like, the games that got the most hype um, and like what trailers they think look the best, um, things like that. I personally think it's a little bit weird. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for it to age like milk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. Really get like when, when like I understand that outlets do or like used to do, um, you know, like, game of the show awards or whatever for you know like hashtag content um but as we're moving into the digital future i just i don't really i don't understand especially because we consistently see games that get like you know so much praise uh before their launch cyberpunk um (laughs) that are then bad so I don't know. It's just weird. It's a weird practice to me at this point. What were you saying, Eli? Yeah, I was going to say kind of what Ty said. Like, I mean, look at Cyberpunk. It get it got game of the show for like five straight years and you can't even buy it at some places now because <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's just weird. Yeah. It's weird to praise these games that no one's really getting hands-on experience with, especially this year. Like, you're not playing it you're kind of just seeing it and 
saying like, all right, yeah, that's that was the best thing I saw, I guess. Yeah, and it's like, I kind of agree with Ty as far, well, I agree with both of you, but like Ty mentioned, um, like that so many outlets for content would be like, oh, this was my game, you know, game of the show type thing. I think that that's really cool. You know, like I like knowing what people are excited for. I like going on Twitter and seeing somebody be like, holy shit, I cannot wait for this game to come out next year. Like this looks so cool. Um, But like, it does feel super weird to have like formal recognition and awards given for Mm -hmm. trailers and like showing off content when you don't have any, especially because too, it's not even like, and granted, like the popular vote things can be like rigged if you have big developers like vote for us, vote for us, you know, and you just have mass people doing that. But like, it's not even a popular vote, like hype type thing. It's just like selected people doing this. I mean, it is also technically like this is a rabbit hole that we probably don't need to go down all the way. But like, it surely is people being like, you have the best advertisement. Here you go. Here's yeah, a yeah. trophy for your commercial. Um, which, like, I don't know. I guess I'm not going to make a moral judgment on that because that's a whole fucking thing. But, like, strange. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. It's icky. It's, 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 weird. <laughs> it's a bit icky. Um, we're going to go back a day now because <laughs> that's how we're going to do this, apparently. Is we're just going to go, we're going to go back. We're going <laughs> to reverse chronologically, which is always how you want to do a podcast. <laughs> that's going to get more confusing. <laughs> Um, we're going to talk about what's going on on june 14th which is take two interactive capcom and razor um so take two interactive is basically it's like the studio that or not the studio but the publisher behind like rockstar and 2k um i think that like i think that uh fire axis is working on Marvel XCOM is what got leaked and they'll probably be there too. Um and if that game is true that is that's going to be there. Um so yeah, I don't know. Eli, you said you were kind of stoked for this one. What do you what do you think's going to be there? Um I mean, they're definitely going to show, you know, their annual games, the 2K sports and all that. Um but if this Fire Axis thing is real, I feel like they're going to be there no matter what showing off either like a new Civ game or a new XCOM, but if it is this Marvel thing, I think it's, this is really like setting the expectation for what Marvel games is all about, like spreading out so diverse, not just action games, but like a strategy game, like a AAA strategy game. Like, that's awesome. I can't wait for that. Yeah, it's like, this feels, and I know, and I know it's still different, but like, to me, this feels like, the closest thing to like an ultimate alliance that's happening right now and it's going to be totally different like it's it's more it's a lot more of a strategy like grid-based game but like having that like giant roster um that you can kind of choose from and like getting to do things i don't know it's not just like this linear action game i guess is what i'm trying to say so like Mm -hmm. i agree eli like it would be a really cool take on a marvel game um lotus how about you how do do you have any feelings on on take two I I don't know too too much, but I would like I just like it when um like all the things I remember as a kid is I didn't really read comics because I just didn't have access to the internet and did not even remotely understand what the schedule was. So like if I ever bought a Marvel game, there were all these super cool characters I had never heard of. <laughs> so I just wanted to be like that, like with the alternate versions of certain heroes and stuff. Like oh it's Spider Man, but surprise it's twenty ninety nine instead of Peter Parker. Like stuff like that, I think would be fun. If that yeah. is an announcement, I would like them to just go completely off the wall, just like the most random superheroes that they could get. 
Ooh, yeah, that'll be fun. Like, not even X-Men, just totally random, unknown people. Yeah, like Suicide Squad, but for Marvel. That's what I want. Mm, yeah. God, I'm trying to think of, like, Marvel has so many, like, weird things like that, too. Squirrel Girl is Marvel, right? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah, I was just, like, writing something recently on, like, all of, like, MODOK's I don't know, like like the, the villains that like work alongside him and stuff, and it truly is just like the weirdest shit. Like Marvel, yes. <laughs> there is it's a very big barrel, and we have only only scratched the top of it. So, um, but yeah, and so Ty, Bioshock, Bioshock. Do you think that what they show is going to be the next Bioshock? I don't think the next Bioshock is real. I think they keep saying that because they know that, like, the majority of, like, the games press and games enthusiasts are the people who, like, came up in the generation thinking that Bioshock was God's gift to game narrative. Um, and so I think they're just really uh, milking that for all it's worth until they eventually uh, have to give it up, which will be probably in, like, five years. <laughs> I'm gonna laugh so fucking hard if Bayonetta 3 and Bioshock 4 are there. Listen, it's gonna be rough. That'd be really funny. <laughs> Do it, you um, cowards. <laughs> and then Rockstar is gonna be there too. And I'm curious what y'all think is more likely. Do you think that... I'll give like three options, okay? So A, Grand Theft Auto 5 is getting a next-gen update for PlayStation 5 and Xbox X and S. Wait, what? Yeah, Series X and Series X. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think B, we're going to get Grand Theft Auto 6? Or do you think C, all of the above? I think, I feel like they announced a PS5 version at like when the PS5 announcement happened. Oh, but I yeah. I don't know if they talked about Series X at all. So they I could think... definitely do that. I think you're right, actually. I think they did say it's coming. They just ha it hasn't come out yet. So do you think we're going to get like a date, I guess? Yeah, for sure. I think that might be like today. Download it now. Here you go. Mm. How about you, Lotus? What do you think out of those three options? I, I, th I also think a probably that it will just be an up updated version of GTA uh, 5. Just because it's called the 2K show, so I feel like there would be a whole, like, Rockstar show, or, or the, their role would be, like, more emphasized if they were gonna do something like that, or, you know, some other giant property of theirs was coming out with a new thing. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't say it, but they'd be like, by the way, it's the 2K and Rockstar showcase, something like that. Yeah, that's that is very true. They didn't make like a huge focus on it. I'm trying to see. So, Grand Theft Auto 4 came out in 2008. And then five came out in 2013. So like, I feel like it's time for another one, but I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be. How about you, you Ty? Predicting. What were the options again? Uh, A, we're just going to hear like the date for the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X like upgrades. Uh, B, we're going to see Grand Theft Auto 6. Or C, we're going to get both. Uh... I'm going to free write and it's going to be a bully remaster. You Damn. think so? Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> no new Bioshock, no Elden Ring, but bully remaster <laughs> is here, baby. 
Let's go. Listen. Let's go. You know what Rockstar loves to do is make money on games they've already made. Okay. Fair. That is, <laughs> it's true. I mean, that's why, like, I mean, God, holy shit. I can't believe that. Yeah, they're keeping Grand Theft Auto Five alive for, like, eight years at this point. <laughs> like, it is going on eight years. Um, Going on nine years, actually. No. Holy shit. Jeez. That is a long Jeez. time. Um, Next up is Capcom. Um, so Capcom said that they're going to focus on the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles, which is coming next month. Uh, Monster Hunter Stories 2 also coming next month. Um, and then Monster Hunter Rise, which came out earlier this year, and Resident Evil Village, uh, which came out earlier this year. Um, they've also said that... Oh, no, they haven't said this, but they also have an upcoming game called uh, Pragmata. And we haven't really heard anything about it since last year. So people are thinking that we might see a little bit more about that there. Um, there was also like a leaked Resident Evil game for Switch um, called like Resident Evil Outrage. So that's possible too. I don't know. Who has thoughts on on Capcom? Resident Evil Outrage. It's about, uh, it's about anti-vaxxers. Damn. <laughs> Resident Evil cancel culture. <laughs> uh, I have no yeah. uh, real thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah. Not really a huge Resident Evil guy, gotta be honest. Um, hmm. But maybe we'll see Marvel vs. Capcom something, if anything. Please. Yeah, that would be pretty rad. Um. <laughs> Do do Resident Evil Five and Six have subtitles? Or I'm sorry, not subtitles like closed captions, but you know, Resident Evil Eight Village. Oh, they're just five and six, right? Yeah, they're just five and six. Yeah, they started doing that with Seven because it's Biohazard, and then mm -hmm. Village. Yeah. So like, again, I'm not much of a Resident Evil person either. But isn't f I? I get five and six mixed up. I don't know why. But isn't one of them about like specifically a rage virus thing? Couldn't could it maybe be? but again i retained so little information from <laughs> I believe... Resident Evil 5 it just it's wildly racist and that's all i remember i believe yeah. that 5 is the one with that though but yeah 5 is a very problematic game for sure <laughs> yeah i'll put I, I i like to give the most out there uh, <laughs> prediction so why not i'll say that resident evil outrage is for some reason a switch exclusive uh <laughs> remaster of resident evil 5 why not <laughs> There we go. Um, the next thing is uh, Razer is doing its first E3 keynote ever. Um, so it's going to be just like new gaming products like laptops, um, accessories. I know. So like Lotus, you're a huge PC gamer. Do you have are you invested in that at all or do you not really care? If there's one thing about Razer you shouldn't do, it's invest in their products. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, have had razor products in the past and they don't work anymore so mm. i can't say i've invested in their showcase very much <laughs> that's fair and i don't know eli and ty are either of you p I i'm not really like much i i have a pc i can play games on it it's like souped up to do that but like i am not like somebody who follows that yeah no i'm trying to train myself to use my pc more but like i don't I don't care about the the gamer mouses or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I'm with Ty. I mean, I have a Razer laptop, so I guess I'm invested in that sense. Like, I gave them my money, but I don't really... I'm not in the market for another laptop, because that shit was expensive, so... Yeah. You know, whatever they show, that's cool. Another overpriced mouse or keyboard <laughs> or something. Yeah. They made you game... Well, not games, but they had... Oh god, and now I don't remember what it was called. But they had a uh, cloud streaming thing, I think. So they might be going into that? Hmm. Question mark? I love okay, if they announced okay. a wireless mouse, too. I love wireless mice, but a lot of them <laughs> kind of suck, so... Yeah, no, it'll be kind of... It's There's so many, like, different companies that I keep hearing rumors. I mean, it's like we just saw Google do it um, with Stadia, like, that are, are, like, going to go into gaming um, in that way. Or, like, at least some aspect, like Razer with, like, doing cloud stuff. I don't know. So it's, it's going to be kind of interesting to see if there are any wild cards like that. Like, I mean, I remember... God, like close to two months ago now, or like a month and a half ago, I wrote an article and it was because stuff leaked about Netflix, like hiring, like looking to hire somebody to oversee a games division um, because they're talking about going into games. And um, I don't know. It's it's wild. It's going to be weird seeing what happens, you know, and I feel like, you know, definitely the pandemic last year kind of pushed certain companies that direction because like so many industries took huge hits like sports Mm -hmm. and movies um but games like saw a massive increase um so a lot of people seem to kind of want to jump on that it's going to be interesting to see who who gets involved in what way you know um netflix geeked week is happening right now it ends on the 11th and the 11th is when jeff Keeley is going to be on there talking about game stuff with netflix and so it's like mm, what's going to happen there hmm. so because like obviously like i mean they have so many games related shows like they have like the witcher they're doing a Mega Man movie they're doing like they did castlevania they have so much shit going on there i think they're doing like a tomb raider series an assassin's creed thing like so I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what happens there. I, that's outside of E3, but still interesting, I think. Um, so up next on our, um, I don't know, backwards journey through E3 is uh, June 13th. We have the Xbox and Bethesda Games Showcase, which I feel like is going to I mean, I think that the 13th is going to be the big day. You know, like that's when we have that. That's when we have like the Square Showcase. We have Warner. Um PC gaming. So I think that Microsoft and Bethesda is like one that a lot of people are kind of looking for. Um, or not, I don't know, I'm not looking for, I don't know. Like it's one to watch is basically what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, uh, I was going to say there's no Sony presence at E3. So it's like they have pretty much the entire weekend to like take over. I'm curious. So like, what do y'all think about Sony not being there? Do you think it's like, oh, like, no-brainer because they don't need to be? Or do you think it's, like, kind of crappy that they're not there? Or, like, it's a missed opportunity because they do give Xbox such room to, like, kind of take over? I mean, they're going to be at the Summer Games Fest thing, right? So mm-hmm. it's kind of just, like, it seems like it's a, even a bigger competition now of, like, E3 versus Summer Games Fest because they're so, they have, like, their b- big first parties there. It just makes it seem like extra competitive now, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think, Ty? What are your thoughts? 
I mean, I the whole like console war is like the stuff is dumb. <laughs> but like I also like if Sony's gonna be at the Summer Games Festival thing, then like it's not like they're not at a show, you know? So like if you mm-hmm. are, you know, super invested in whatever Sony is doing, like there's they're they're gonna be at a thing that you can watch. So I don't know that it matters if it's summer games or E three or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, that that totally makes sense. Um so in the teaser image for that showcase, we see both Halo Infinite and Starfield. Um do y'all think that it's basically just gonna be focused on those two, or is there anything else you're expecting? Psycho Nice Two release date. Yes. <laughs> I want it so bad. Um, they, like E three has a separate indie showcase thing, but I don't think that they would be there. Um, I'm actually, I would call myself like an Xbox fangirl because I certainly uh, am not like I don't go that hard for their consoles or their exclusives or anything. But I love their E3 presentations because it's just no nonsense. Someone mm-hmm. comes out on stage and for 30 minutes they're like, here's the new Forza, here's the console. And then they're like, and here's the games. And then they just play commercials for like an hour. And I'm like, yes, that's what I want. <laughs> I don't care about anything else. So I would assume that they're going to do a similar thing, except Bethesda will get like their own little thing with all of Xbox's new uh, sub-studios, I guess they're called, and, like, the indies that they've previously had. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like, basically, my little wish list is uh, release dates or at least more news on Psychonauts 2, Tunic, and Weird West. And that's basically all I want for, like, the whole of E3. Like, that's that's all I want. Yeah, no, I mean, I totally get that i I, oh, I forgot that they even bought double fine until you start talking about i was like oh yeah they fuck they did <laughs> they like grim did. fandango too like it's really cool i don't i don't know if they're, they just did like that re remaster remake um whatever not too long ago it was a remaster i guess more so mm-hmm. um but yeah no that's like and just for people who are listening who like maybe forgot everything that xbox owns or like owns through bethesda uh, 343, obviously, which is which is Halo. Um, the Coalition, which is Gears of War. Uh, Compulsion, which is We Happy Few. Double Fine. The Initiative. Um, Perfect Dark is what they're working on. Um, In Exile Entertainment. Wasteland franchise. They owe. Uh, they owe. <laughs> they own. Uh, Minecraft. Ninja Theory. So I we're definitely gonna see Hellblade. Uh, too. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Obsidian, we might see the Outer Worlds too. It w- or like, or because they're mm. back, kind of under the same parent company, that like we could potentially see like a new Fallout, New Vegas, or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't know. Just imagine me clenching your shoulder like with my nails. <laughs> imagine. <laughs> um, do you, are you big uh New Vegas fan? I sure am. <laughs> it was Ooh. the first Fallout that I played because um, those games have a lot of blood and violence and drugs and sex in them. So I wasn't allowed to play them. Um, mm. And then my older brother, when I was like 12, made me a Steam account and bought it for me secretly. Uh, so it was like very exciting. And it's probably also the first time in a game that I saw like gay women just kind of around. Mm. So despite its many problems, especially the DLC, which is a whole other thing. I'm, like, a big fan of Fallout New Vegas, so that would be really interesting if they got to, like, truly combine forces again. 
Maybe not like New Vegas too, but if if they did something weird, yeah. I want I want Fallout Ciudad de Mexico or something like that, <laughs> like something really fun. Yeah, no, that would be really cool. Um, God, okay, I forgot that they have playground games too, and they're working on the next Fable. Like that's like my oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, about that quote too. unquote working on the quote unquote <laughs> next Fable. <laughs> Don't take this from me, Ty. I refuse to be cynical about this. I need Fable. Um, yeah, they also have Rare, which like Banjo Kazooie, Perfect Dark, even though Perfect Dark's oh. being worked on by somebody else. Um, sea, sea of Thieves. Thieves. Yeah. Uh, Turn Ten, which is Forza. Um, Undead, State of Decay, World's Edge, which is Age of Empires. Arcane, which is Dishonored and Deathloop and Prey and Wolfenstein. Um, or at least they helped on Wolfenstein Youngblood, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Bethesda, which we're going to see Starfields. Um, Id, which we're going to see. Well, I don't know if we're going to see, but Doom. Um, <laughs> machine Games. Doom. Yeah, Machine <laughs> Games is doing Indiana Jones. Um, so, like, that's something that we possibly will see. Um tango with the evil within and they're currently working on ghostwire tokyo which i'm super fucking stoked for i really want to see ghostwire tokyo yes mm-hmm. yeah um and Zenimax, which is uh the elder scrolls online and they're currently apparently working on a new unannounced ip and engine so like that's all the shit that we could see at this show <laughs> it's a yeah, lot there's, <laughs> there's almost too much to like make a prediction because you could really say anything and it's like i mean yeah that could be there (laughs) (laughs) honestly though yeah i don't have a prediction but this is actually one of my other wishes and it's not probably gonna happen but i'd love if there was another viva pinata and of course uh crossovers are all the rage like um there are all those crossovers with the muppets where swedish chef is an overcooked and then, like, Beaker is an untitled goose game. Mm-hmm. So I would love it if there's a new Viva piñata and they introduce, like, special piñatas or, like, boss piñatas or something. And one of them was uh, the Philadelphia Flyers mascot, Gritty. <laughs> just because I think she would look really cool as a big piñata and it would be really fun. And I just want it. <laughs> I fucking love that so much. I love, like... The juxtaposition, too, between, like, Ty being, like, this fucking announced game six years in the works is not going to be there. And you're like, I would like a football mascot in a game that hasn't been He's a trend. hockey mascot. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, the hockey. He's sorry, the ho- sorry. Oh, and it's even perfect because you use a hockey stick to break pinatas, so he could be a big threat. Or, like, kaiju pinatas. I would love that, too. Oh, I'm about kaiju pinatas. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it'd be called, like, Viva Pinata World Tour or something. That's what I want. <laughs> That's incredible. Honestly, just hire Lotus. Yeah, <laughs> I really want that for you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Eli, what are you most excited for in that lineup? I think probably just like some of the Bethesda stuff, just because uh, ever since they were bought by Xbox, there's been all this mystery of like, are these games even coming out on certain platforms and everything? Mm-hmm. So I just want to see what they're up to and what like, microsoft's money has you know allowed them to do especially with Mm -hmm. them owning other companies like please let's get that that um obsidian bethesda mashup again please Mm -hmm. that's all i want it's gonna be a good one i'm actually i'm really excited for that that showcase it's Mm -hmm. gonna be really cool and then immediately after that is square 
Um, and they're going to be doing stuff on Life is Strange. There's going to be more inf- information on Babylon's Fall. Um, and then Deus Ex Mankind Divided is... Okay, so I, I was I was reading that sentence here. We're going to get a world premiere from the developer of Deus Ex Mankind Divided. So, new game there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. And uh, one I'm more a- thing. Final Fantasy sixteen. Marvel's Avengers, they're showing off oh, yeah. a bunch of shit. Let's get hyped. Yeah, that is true too. I forgot that they're doing that. Um, but yeah, so I mean, people, the they're folks are still playing do Avengers. stuff for Final Fantasy Yuffie, right? Integrate, yeah. Mm-hmm. That. I knew it was an I, but I knew I was going to say the wrong thing. <laughs> okay. Do you think we'll see part two? I I don't know. I wish. I wish, man. I don't. Oof. I just feel like they're I, gonna do at least something, right? Because that like just came out or is coming out something. Yeah, it'll probably they'll yeah. probably play like a little trailer and be like out now type thing, like saying like you can yeah. get this on PlayStation right now. Um, God, I wonder when they're going to like announce it for Xbox too, because like it was just supposed to be time limited, right? And like, hmm. Mm. I have a big question too, because this is something that I keep thinking about. Um, are any of you like really big into Nier or anything like that? No. No. Damn. Okay. Because I know that Platinum <laughs> is doing Babylon's Fall, and like I see it, and I'm like, is this going to be somehow involved? Yeah, with doing Nier? everything but fucking Bayonetta. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't. I don't know. So that's kind of an interesting thing on my mind too. Um, and yeah, I hope that they, we see some more of Final Fantasy 16. That would be pretty rad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that um, a Sony exclusive or do they just like partner with like the marketing for that? I'm not sure, honestly. Uh, I think it's probably another one of those timed exclusive things. I can't remember what they said though, but that feels right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to check right now. I'm going to see if they've said. I feel like that could be held off until PlayStation's like official conference so they can mm. focus on like more multi-platform stuff here maybe. Yeah, you're right. I bet you're right. I bet that's going to be actually a PlayStation's thing and not not this one. Like Square's probably going to focus just on the ones that they listed. Babylon's Fall, Life is Strange, True Colors, and Avengers and stuff and like the new uh, Deus Ex game. So like I, I think you're actually spot on with that. We'll probably see that at Sony's because I just looked at it and like as of right now, it is listed as a PlayStation 5 exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I then mean, f- yeah. Oh, no, what were you oh, no, I, say, I was just going to move on and say and following that. but. Oh, yeah, it's just like Final Fantasy. I think they're going to partner with Sony for everything there. I don't know if we're going to see much of anything, to be honest. Hmm. Yeah, you're you're right. I think you're right. Um, and then Warner Bros. is following that one up. And unfortunately, like we said earlier, we're not seeing any of like their like big licensed games. Like we're not seeing Gotham Knights. We're not seeing Suicide Squad. We're not seeing Hogwarts Legacy. Um, they are going to focus on Back for Blood, and that is it. Which is their like love letter to Left for Dead, which I'm excited for. Like I I like a good co op horror game. Yeah, it looks really good. I'm mm-hmm. disappointed that's the the only thing that they're showing, but mm-hmm. like I'm all in for Back for Blood. 
Uh, I'm kind of mad on it. <laughs> you're kind of <laughs> what? I'm kind of mad on it. Maybe mm. it's just because um, when you're when you're in queer streaming place spaces, uh, you go over like every single horror multiplayer game that goes out, and there have been like fifteen <laughs> in the past year. So I'm like, oh geez, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> no, that makes sense. That makes sense. How about you, Ty? I know that you like horror. I do like horror. I like a. I like a co-op zombie game. Like, I'm not, I'm not, like, anticipating it with bated breath, but, um, you know, like, I'll probably play it. Seems like it'll be fun. It gives you and Andrew something to do after you're done screaming at each other in Overcooked. True. Um, and then following that, we have the PC gaming and future games shows. Um, and those ones are kind of like mixed bags because like they could really have mm-hmm. a little bit of anything. Because um, like I'm looking, for instance, at like what has been announced at previous PC gaming shows. And like they talked about it. And I don't even know if it was like announced as much as they just talked about it. But like they talked about Borderlands 3 and Valheim and XCOM 2, um, PUBG, Mountain Blade 2. Um, and stuff like that. So, like, really any of, like, the big PC games, we might see a bit more footage um, from. I don't know. Are there any games that, like, you're like, oh, I think this is going to be there and I really want to see it? Anybody? Oh, that would require me to use my brain and my memory. Uh... <laughs> I have no idea. I, I don't either. That's kind of, I was like, I'll see if anybody has something to say. And if not, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I can remember of note was the XCOM 2 thing, but if Take Two is going to be there, then there's no point at like showing it off a day early. Mm. Yeah, I forget we're doing this fucking backwards too. So like, I saw that and I was like, oh, maybe they'll show more. And I'm like, no, they wouldn't have even fucking like announced it at this point. So <laughs> that's what happens when you do things illogically. Um, yay, uppercut. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, for sure. Like, I, I'm going to be one of those people where I'm in the waiting room for the future game show because it'll be like an hour long and mm-hmm. I have no idea what I'm going to see, but it'll probably mostly be new games and trailers and things. And that's what I like. I like to see uh, just show me something new and exciting. The PC game show is too damn long, just mm-hmm. to put it yeah. extremely simply. It's too, like, kind of what I was talking about before with the Xbox's E3 uh, sort of thing that they do is I like it when it's all trailers and then later they say, by the way, if you were interested in these games, we're gonna have interviews with the developers tomorrow in order. I hate it when the developer interview is in the middle of the show. Mm. I don't know if that's just me, but I'm like, this is too long. Uh, I'm impatient. No, I get that. Like, I... I like it to an extent, but it always goes too long. So I know what you mean. Because, like, there are sometimes mm-hmm. when it just feels like an extended trailer, right? And, like, I don't mind doing that for five minutes where, like, I see some gameplay. Like, I'll be like, this is what it was like working at, blah, blah, blah. And it's just, like, all that hype stuff, you know what I mean? Where yeah. it's like, and this is going to be the biggest blah, blah, blah. And so, like, I don't mind that. But when it goes into a full-blown, like, 10, 15 minutes just, like, talking on one thing, it definitely slows the show down. Yeah, when they cut away to uh, the host and a developer sitting on little armchairs. Yes. Too much. I can't do this right now, dude. No, I agree. I'm, I'm totally with you on that one. Um, And then I guess the last day, or the last part is the first day. 
Uh, and that's going to be <laughs> The Gorilla Collective, um, which is just going to be a whole lot of indies. Uh, Wholesome Games is part of that. It's going to have 75 indies. Um, I don't know. There, there's been a lot of... I can pull up like the little list of stuff that they're for sure announcing because I know they have some of that on their site. Let's see. Um, do, 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 do. Oh, wholesome directory. Uh, this is uh, I was just gonna say gorillas, but I think it probably is gonna have a little bit of both, like crossover on there. Yeah. Um, Akatori, Archvale, Behind the Frame, Grime, uh, Happy's Humble Burger Farm, Hello Neighbor Two, Trash Sailors, Black Book, Death Trash, Demons Mirror. What a lot of um, trash. Yeah, Death Trash. <laughs> that looks interesting. Uh, Loot River, No Longer Home, yeah. Potion Craft, Ramen, Serial uh, Cleaners, Slime Heroes, Batora Lost Haven, uh, Kitsun Tales, which is actually, we just had um, somebody who's working on that game uh, on our show in our last podcast on Wholesome Games. So if you if that ringed a bell, that's why. Um Venice 2089. It's really like, oh, Ghost Runner is going to be there too. Sable, which Ooh. I'm super fucking stoked Ooh, to see. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I'm so happy you're excited for that too. Sable is so wanna, good. I've been, I've been waiting for that game for like three years. It's, it's a similar boat for me with Tunic, where I saw it at the showcase, heard the music, saw the graphics, and I was immediately completely deeply obsessed with yes. it. And every time there's news that it's delayed, it's like, okay, Rocky, take your time. <laughs> 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 no i am really excited for sable and i'm also like and this hasn't they haven't said that they're gonna be there or anything like that but like another indie game i'm super excited for is solar ash or i yes, guess it's, it's, it's a solar ash kingdom now is that they dropped the kingdom from the knee okay they so dropped it ash. that's what it was so yeah i'm really excited to see solar ash and like i'm kind of hoping that sneaks its way into one of these oh yeah i think solar ash will 100 percent be there because hang on i have to check this because i have it written down because i'm also very <laughs> excited for that game but i'm pretty sure they officially announced that it's coming out in june oh my god Ooh. i didn't know that they didn't say when they just said june 2021 <gasps> and i i think that was maybe like a month ago oh my god that's okay i wouldn't even be shocked if they did a out now download now like kind of thing i would cry mm -hmm. and be so happy <laughs> so I just want to skate around on them little clouds so bad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like, Gorilla's going to be really cool. Once again, uh, same thing, uh, you know, I said when we talked about the Play For All showcase that GameSpot's doing. Um, if y'all like indies, which I think most of you do, um, make sure you watch those. They're going to be really, really cool. Um, and that's all the morning of the, the 12th. Uh, then we have the Ubisoft Ford, which is probably going to be like Far Cry 6, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, VR Assassin's Creed, Splinter Cell, Riders Republic. Those are all the things that were like listed on this, this little thing I'm reading off. Uh, some more Valhalla DLC too. Um, do y'all really? think wow. that's, that's what people are thinking? We'll see. Oh, what do y'all, what do you, you think? No. <laughs> that game's so long. Didn't it just drop <laughs> one? Yeah. yeah right yeah yeah i remember uh andrew reviewed that game for uppercut and they gave whenever here's actually a cool thing about ubisoft whenever 
I've reviewed games from them or they give codes or whatever, they always give you the ultimate edition. So you get all the DLC too. Like I reviewed Phoenix for them last year. Um, or not for them, it was for Paste, but um, I reviewed Phoenix um, and they give you all of the DLC, which is pretty neat. But Andrew reviewed Valhalla and like every time now I turn on the PlayStation 5, I feel like there's something going on with like, like that game wanting to update or install something. So like, yeah, that's a it's a big game. I don't know. Um, Beyond Good and Evil 2, though, do y'all think that'll be there? Ooh, no. I hope not. <laughs> I don't need yeah, to see I that again. Hope not. Ooh, why don't you want to see it, Eli? Unless it's like coming out it's not imminently. Real. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what that game is, honestly. It looks yeah. like a good movie, I guess. Yeah, they really have not shown like anything yeah, they're about trying to it. Get, like random fans to do like spec work for it and shit mm. like it's not it's not real it's not a real video game yeah i don't it definitely seems like like i don't know i feel like they're gonna maybe cyberpunk it yeah Ooh, yeah. i would love that for that to not be true but um yeah probably yeah it, it kind of seems it's like one of those like overly ambitious, gonna tease for ten years, and then when it comes out, we'll see. Yeah. It's it's giving me a Final Fantasy fifteen advertisement kind oh. of energy, you know. Yeah. The game's great now, but uh, you know, when it was being advertised and when it launched, it was a lot. So. And it's always like frustrating too when you see these games because like Beyond Good and Evil Two totally does this for me, and I think that's why I'm not like super invested in it or like I I I'm I'm very indifferent. Um, I hate when games go solely like just like these really pretty cinematic like like bits of story with their trailers because like you don't have mm-hmm. context for anything else that's happening, and like so it just seems like you're watching like a short film. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just very strange because it's like, I don't know what you want me as a, it seems like you're showing off like how cool this looks. And yes, I agree. It looks very cool. But I don't know what me as a player, I don't know what I'm supposed to get from that. Like, yeah, I don't, like I don't know what you're selling. That's not what the game is going to look like. That's a cutscene. Like, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. know cutscenes look pretty. It's nothing new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, we then have Devolver, which like I haven't heard anything that they're doing. I don't have have you guys heard anything? Mm-mm. No. Oh god, I feel like I've seen them say this show or this game's gonna be at the Devolver show just just from the developers I follow on Twitter and stuff, but nothing's coming to mind. Yeah, I like really haven't heard anything. Um so I don't know. Devolver's always just kind of like fucking wild anyway, so <laughs> well, mm. We'll see what happens there. Um, and then we have we have Gearbox and Upload VR. And Upload VR, I think, is just going to be like Oculus Quest games and stuff and PSVR stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and then Gearbox is apparently working on a Borderlands spinoff following Tiny Tina. And like people are thinking that that's going to be like the big focus. I think the big focus is going to be the Borderlands movie. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> mm. That's a spicy uh prediction, Ty. I agree with Ty. We're gonna get lots of Jack Black as Claptrap, too much Kevin Hart, you know, anything over, you know, 
a second is too much Kevin Hart. <laughs> it's just going to be a lot. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny. It's like, I didn't even think about that, but y'all are probably spot on. <laughs> like, I could see them definitely, like, bringing out people and doing that. I mean, we get Jack Black at E3 again. Maybe Brutal Legend. Who knows? Who knows? Mm, big year for He's Jack Black. He's already there. Yeah, right? <laughs> who, who, I think no matter what they're showing Psychonauts to, and he'll, I, I assume he'll be there, because obviously it's like pretty well known that uh, he's he's down with Double Fine and like good friends with Tim Schafer and stuff, and he's in Psychonauts too. So I think no matter what, he's booked somewhere. Maybe he got booked other places for fun. Okay, Jack okay, Black like is uh, the new face of games. <laughs> Step aside, Keanu Reeves. That's what you get for being in Cyberpunk. <laughs> Jack Black. Yeah, I mean... He's in... taking over TikTok, so... Yeah! He sure is! <laughs> Honestly, give him everything. Jack Black in Final Fantasy sixteen. <laughs> um, But yeah, that's E3. Uh, that's that's every convention. We also do have Summer Games Fest, which, like I, I mentioned, like, Activision and, like, Square and stuff are gonna be there. So, like, I think it's safe to say we're gonna see more stuff about, like, Overwatch. Um, You know, we're gonna see stuff about Final Fantasy. Um, and God, a million other games that I'm forgetting too. Uh, but what is everybody most excited to see? And then also I want everybody to say like one game that they're probably not going to see, but they really wish they would. I'll start with, I'll start with Eli. I'm just going to go down the discord list. (laughs) All right. Um, so my top thing that I'm excited to see that is confirmed is the, um, Avengers stuff. Cause we're getting the Wakanda like big reveal some more black panther like just anything black panther related i'm in for but i feel like they're gonna also show off they have to show spider-man so anything spider-man related i'm even more in for so we got black panther and spider-man at the same place like mind-blowing i can't wait (laughs) oh i love that that's very good you'll have to i know kayla just started avengers recently so like You'll have to you'll have to talk to her about that stuff because she's super into it too. Oh yeah, it's the worst addiction. <laughs> um, and then what is your like wild wish that it were true, but probably not wish that you would see there? All right, are y'all ready for this? Yes, I'm so yeah. ready. Nintendo, Mario Kart Eight, forget about it. Throw it in the trash. Spin on it. You don't need it. Jesus. Mario Kart Ultimate. Here we go. All the Nintendo characters, you know, they're going to show all the classics, but who are they going to tease for, like, this is real, we're really going deep? It's, this is, like, Smash Bros. Pokemon characters. Pokeballs are going to be pick-up items in the mystery boxes. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. I love that so much. And you, like, had that shit so prepared. You need to go on uh, <laughs> Cam and Nate's, like, uh new entertainment pod oh my god actually wait it's not even called that anymore right video game robot video game robot yeah it's not it's not new <laughs> entertainment anymore <clears throat> um video game ro- you you need to go i literally podcast with them like every week i i should know that um but yeah that was that's so good also like that made me just want a pokemon kart racer yes that sounds Honestly, incredible yeah i'll take that too yeah so nintendo you you hear the boys demands <laughs> <laughs> let me throw a pokeball gyarados just opens up blocks the entire the map you know i'm in first place can't oh, touch me 
That's so good. <laughs> Blue There's shells, a Snorlax. Pearl throwback. Yes. Oh yes, Snorlax. <laughs> oh, that's so good. I love that. Uh, Lotus, how about you? What is your um, most excited to see and wish you were going to see? Uh, I mean, I already said it, but I think most excited has to be was kind of a tie between Psychonauts 2 and Tunic because Tunic mm-hmm. has been delayed several times because there's like three people working on it or something like that. So those are the ones like I most want to see. And then there's a bunch of uh, indie games that I know are going to be in Wholesome and Gorilla. And then the, I think, Play For All. Oh, I don't remember. There's a lot of them. But like, that's that's like a 50-game list. But watch <laughs> those. They're going to be really cool. <laughs> no, I love it. Uh, as for the thing I want the most, I have... <laughs> I've been on this for, like, two years or something. Because if it existed, it would make me so happy. And it won't exist. But this is, this is if Lotus ran all the video games. Um... Square Enix and Disney have a decent relationship gaming-wise because uh, cause of the Kingdom Hearts. Mm, I've heard I of that love one. It. You, okay, so, you know, not a lot of people know about it, but I just want to make sure that everyone knew what I was talking about. I would love it if they announced the Muppets Final Fantasy like with an apostrophe. Whoa. And it would be like Final Fantasy, like standard uh you know turn-based jrpg but mixed with uh auto chess like team fight tactics where like you get special bonuses for having certain combinations of muppets so like if you have all of dr teeth's bands you get like some huge thing or like if you have kermit and fozzy you get a bonus because they're twins and like just really goofy stuff like that except (laughs) it's all just like riffing off of jrpgs like i really want that to exist so bad (laughs) that's incredible i love that Oh, that's all I, I want. <laughs> I'm just like imagining, like sitting and watching these conferences, and exactly that pops up. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> like you should not speak to me for a week <laughs> if that if that was right. <laughs> um, oh my god, Lotus, actually, Lotus, yeah. can I add something onto that? Yes, Sesame Street DLC. Yes, Ooh. but they would be evil. Ooh, okay, Cause, okay. Because they stole... Well, tech... Okay, it's a whole thing. I'm not going to get into the Jim Henson cinematic movie. I love it. It's <laughs> a like, whole thing. Like, it's like 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 you have fucking tea. Well, <laughs> it kind of is tea, isn't it? How they, they're legally speaking not Muppets because Sesame Street mm. cut into this whole beef with Jim Henson. And like, <laughs> it kind of is tea. Give me a Dark Crystal and Labyrinth DLC. No. Oh. <laughs> a little bit. Or it would be like that thing where, you know, like every game in the 90s to thousands was usually like pretty bright and happy fantasy, kill the dragon, yeah. And then randomly there was one area that was completely traumatizing <laughs> and it would just be that. The uh, the Tomb Raider skin room. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> um, Ty, what, what about you? What are your games? Tell me. Uh, I'm looking forward to Soup Pot and Venba. In I believe they're in wholesome. Um, both of them will be in the. I don't know which shows they're in. I'm pretty sure it's wholesome, but who could say? Mm. Um, as for what uh pie in the sky thing, uh, Bayonetta three. Not happening. I think we're gonna see it. <laughs> no, I we're really, not, I... Jessica. It's never gonna come out. It's they're not gonna show it. Every time people ask them, they're like, "LOL, no." Like. <laughs> That's a quote. That's a quote from Platinum. 
is lol no with a smiley face <laughs> mr platinum himself said lol no <laughs> it's just no with the heart emoji <laughs> um as for me i don't know there's too much shit that i'm excited for um i i mentioned sable and solar ash i'm super excited to for sure see sable hopefully see solar ash if not play it this month because holy shit i didn't even know it was coming out um yeah that's amazing um and i think i'm really excited to see some more of ghostwire tokyo i feel like that's been one that i've been following for a bit and like i i really want to see um i don't know i'm i'm interested in a lot though so it's gonna be a really fun e3 i'm gonna be having to watch it anyway because i'm working news for two different outlets so like i'm gonna be extremely online and on my bullshit as a heads up (laughs) godspeed (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah that that does it for this podcast um unless anybody has anything else they want to say unless ty wants to be uh to throw some stones at platinum no no i've done what i wanted to do <laughs> did you do your most hype like pie in the sky thing yeah it's banda three did just do one? Oh wait oh no i didn't um ooh. uh bring black bring black bring back sly cooper ooh, <laughs> oh yeah right. that's right i remember seeing you say that yeah i'm in bring bring the boy back bring our boys home (laughs) yeah bring Um, bentley home yeah where's my boy bentley i think that'd be pretty sweet um i would appreciate a new sly cooper for sure um i don't know it doesn't seem like all that well i feel like fucking compared to like you know both you like eli and lotus like both of you you had such cool ones and i'm just like (laughs) just bring me back my furry raccoon boy um <laughs> bring back I don't know. Okay. <laughs> bring back my friend. Um I mean, okay, actually here, you want like an even crazier one. Um drop yeah. all of Final Fantasy 7 today. You can download it now. Uh Vincent Valentine is here and ready to go. Damn. <laughs> Make Dirge of Server is good, actually. It's another one. So that is going to do it for this episode of Pound Around. Um, Eli, where can people find you online? Um, you can find me on Twitter at RealSFTreat. Um, you can find me on Twitch at ShawDoggy, S-H-A-W-D-A-W-G-Y. Um, I stream sometimes, but I mostly just hang out there and chat. But yeah. That's always nice and comforting, though. I love just talking streams. Um, yeah. Lotus, where can people find you? I am at Lotus Loves Lotus on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. Mm. And Ty, where can people find you? At a wolf's keeper. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me at a wild just a chew over on Twitter and Instagram. Pound Around is a product of Uppercut, which you can find on all social media at Uppercut Crit and UppercutCrit.com. If you'd like to hang out with the Uppercut crew, you can feel free to join our Discord. As always, the link is in the episode description. If you like the show, be sure to rate and review it on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you just can't get enough, you can head on over to patreon.com slash uppercutcrit and toss a couple of bucks our way to get it early. Or even get your name right at the end, just like these folks here. Austin W., Alex Belling, Katie Mer, Brian Hutchings, Cody Peters, Darren, Hannah Kim, Matt Burr, Jordan Ramey, Dale, 
Adam Manahan, Wheels, Jesse Vitelli, Eric Sapp, GameCrash.co.uk, Adept7777, Optional Objectives, Kenneth Shepard, Lucas Lyon, Eli Bergmoss, Jason Coles, Adrian A. Rock Williams, Matthew Flowers, Andrew Sherman, Colton Crow, Jesse Peterson, Jared Shu, DJ Kento, Cam Koenig, Quinn Hoffman, and Mikey Phillips. Thank you all so much for your generosity, and thank you, listener, for palling around with us. Bye!